This is CQ State Report, your nonpartisan news source for examining state lawmaking and regulations, as well as the intersection of state and federal policy. Hi, I'm Tony Nafo, editor of CQ Roll Call's State Report. Today I'm with my colleague, Jeremy Dillon, who's been reporting on the success Iowa's had with wind energy. It may not be surprising that a windy place like Iowa has sprouted lots of wind farms, but as you note in your reporting, Jeremy, the Hawkeye State took some very specific steps to encourage the industry's growth. Absolutely, Tony. Iowa just announced recently at the end of February that it achieved over 30% of its electricity generation mix from wind power, which would rank it as the uh, top state in the country for wind power generation percentage-wise. And how did they do that? It was a combination of state uh, leadership pushing for renewable energy in the state, as well as some legislative responses to kind of get that going. Uh, Senator Charles Grassley, the Republican senator from Iowa, has been nicknamed the godfather of the wind industry in the state because of his overwhelming support for it going forward. And back in 1983, Iowa was the first state to adopt the renewable fuel standard, which directed its utilities to devote a larger portion of its energy mix to renewable fuel. And the payoff has been more than a big share of wind-generated energy, but also jobs and tax revenue, right? That is correct. Um, According to a Department of Energy report that they put out on the success of Iowa wind energy, they determined that by 2030, if Iowa continues on the path they're going, they will receive over $136 million in property tax revenue, as well as uh, providing enough power to power 6 million homes with an estimated energy savings of $3.6 billion to the state. And according to an American Wind Energy Association report, which is the trade group for the wind wind industry, the increase in wind power in Iowa has resulted in $11.8 billion investment in the state, along with 7,000 new jobs uh, at 13 factories and plants across the state. Wow. And, and some of the biggest uh, cheerleaders for wind power in Iowa have been Republicans, and including Governor Terry Branstad. But isn't that party, especially in Congress, less than excited about wind energy outside of Iowa? The Republican Party uh, has always advocated an all-the-above energy approach, which involves wind energy as as well as solar energy. I think what they're advocating for is whatever is the best energy mix for the state, including fossil fuels, should be used. It should be all about saving uh, consumers money uh, at the end of the day. In fact, I think you reported that Iowa still gets a big chunk of its power from coal. Yes, uh, about 53% of its uh, net generation comes from coal power, according to an Energy Information Administration report. So even with all that wind, they're still getting more than half their power from coal. Now, uh, Republicans are arguing that the federal government shouldn't try to pick winners and losers also by uh, offering low-interest loans and tax credits to alternative energy firms. And you're reporting in your story that some Democrats are joining in opposition to those tax credits. Uh, Democrats like Senator Dianne Feinstein of California. I was just saying, Mr. Chairman, to the staff that I think we ought to take a real look at those subsidies that have existed for more than 20 years. It seems to me that the new energy architecture ought to be able to prove itself in terms of its market acceptance within a 20-year period and not be continued beyond that. And hearing what Senator Feinstein had to say, what do you think the future of those tax credits will be, Jeremy? At the end of last year, the uh, tax credits were part of the negotiations to get the fiscal year 2016 
a spending bill passed. And as part of that, they, they extended it five years to 2022. And also as part of that, they were uh, meant to phase out. So by 2022, they, they wouldn't exist anymore. And that kind of builds a bridge to when the uh, EPA's clean power plan is supposed to go into full implementation, likely by 2022, unless uh, there's more uh, big push by members of Congress, it's most likely going to fade away. I see. Okay, well, thanks, Jeremy. Uh, that was CQ's Jeremy Dillon on wind energy in Iowa. I'm Tony Naffo. Thanks for listening. Until next time, you can find our state reports on CQ.com, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at CQ Now, and you can download our podcasts on iTunes and SoundCloud. Thank you for listening to CQ State Report. For more information on legislative and regulatory tracking, visit us on our site, cqstatetrack.com.